My name is Ryan Scandalia. On today's show, we discuss the royal wedding, how bragging on social media can get you in the slammer, the rage about Sprinkles cupcakes, a pedestrian muffin from Panera, and finally, in this week's feature section, Scone to be a Blast, I tell you how you should be spending your weekend. Don't touch that imaginary dial. This is It's Gone to be a Good One. From chocolate cakes to the quiche, my lemon bars on this beat. You know it's gonna be a good one, homie, we about to eat. What takes as hot as the oven, he got a lot, baker's dozen. The only show to serve dessert with a side of discussion. Because it's SEO and he gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's SEO and he's gonna be a good one. Reporting live from the kitchen, food for thought that he dishing. It's Ryan Master of the Scone and we thank you for listening. Cause it's SEO and he gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's SEO and he's gonna be a good one. Reporting live from the kitchen, food for thought that he dishing. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, as the millennials would say, Yas Queen. Welcome to the first episode of It's Going to Be a Good One. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. If you're not, bad start for me right off the top, but I I really hope you are. Uh, Right off the bat, got a lot of people to thank, a lot of people that made this possible. That insane hook and jingle you just heard was made by the Kevin Miner. You can find him on Instagram at Kevin underscore raps and on SoundCloud at Kevin Miner. That jingle was mixed and mastered by none other than my flesh and blood and cousin, Mitchell Glass, who you can find on, cl- on at Glassic Prod on Twitter and SoundCloud. And finally, that killer graphic is made by none other than the best elementary school teacher that side of the Mississippi, Nicholas Orlando. People sleep on the fact that his middle name is Orlando Kiolo. so I, I want to thank those people right off the bat. Okay, let's get into ground rules. Number one, do not talk bad about my mother. Even though I can't hear you, I I can feel when you do it. Do not talk bad about my mother. Secondly, how this is going to work is I'm going to be talking about different current events, different things that that are going on. However, when you hear Nicholas Salter's angelic voice singing, Let's get sweet. That means either one, my gram-gram is in town, or two, more likely, we have another baked good to discuss. So, with no further ado, let's kick this off with the first ever episode of It's Going to Be a Good One. Now, right off the bat, I I think, you know, I am a little late to this game, but one of the things that I do want to discuss is the royal wedding. And this is something that has really been a fascination with people that it's it's hard for me to understand. You know, everyone's like, oh, Meghan Markle's hair, Meghan Markle's makeup. And I'm like, you know, if you want to see someone beautiful on their wedding day, you should have been at my Aunt Gertrude's wedding in Napa last week. It was amazing. The food was great. And she looked beautiful. The kicker was you didn't have to turn on E at 6 a.m. just to, just to watch a beautiful procession. I mean, she looked amazing, you know? I just think it's, it's, it's insane. That, that was one of the things that killed me, you know, is that... You woke up at 6 a.m. You thought to yourself, okay, I'm going to watch this royal wedding. There's nothing else productive I can do. So that means when you went to bed that night before, you set an alarm. You set an alarm not to be productive, not to do something good with your day. But you set that alarm thinking, I'm going to watch this royal wedding, and then I am going to pencil in a nap later on after it ends. That I mean, that's, that's sad. You know, that, that's weak. You know, I mean... The, the obsession just absolutely kills me. You know, I, I one of the things I saw, I saw a tweet that said, uh, 
Meghan Markle's makeup is underwhelming. My day equals ruined. And I'm like, wow, are you really that vulnerable that all it takes is someone else not looking as good as you want them to and it ruins your day? Like, do you go out with your friends and you're like, oh my God, and they're like, what's wrong? And they're like, that guy, his shirt like doesn't really match his jeans. And they're like, well, who cares? And you're like, well, I'm sorry guys, like, I, I can't make brunch. Like, I, I'm not gonna be able to make brunch today. Like, I gotta go home and like sleep all day. Like, I mean, you're gonna ruin a good portion of your life being that concerned with someone else's outfit. And, and the kicker was that like, you know, every second of this wedding obviously was, was being televised. And one thing that I saw was, and on Twitter too, it was like, did Meghan Markle say the F word? And she's like, you know, well, if 30 million people or whatever it was, I'm not a math guy, were watching my wedding, I'd probably be susceptible to a couple F-bombs in there. A couple S-bombs. You name the bomb, I'm probably saying it. Like, I can't blame her. But it's like, she's a bad influence on kids because she may have said the F-word based on the discovery of our masterful lip reader. It's like, what? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, you lost me very, very early on. Then another thing I saw, too, was, was, like, judging people's outfits at the royal wedding. And it's like, that's what you care about? Like, that's what's important to you? Like, whether or not George Clooney's suit fit really well, that's, like, a make or break? That's, like, a, either I keep watching or do something productive with my life? Like, that's, that's hard for me to get behind, you know? Like... One of the things I did appreciate was there was obviously a clear attempt to increase diversity in the ceremony. You know, this is a situation where generally, historically, you would have your king and your queen. I'm not, I'm not English and I'm not good at voices. That was kind of embarrassing. But, you know, it's a ceremony that, you know, involves a lot of white people historically. So I thought it was cool that they, they made a big effort to increase diversity. Now that being said, I almost feel like they, they overkilled it and hit it too hard by only referring to the race of especially like the cellist, that 19-year-old cellist prodigy who was amazing. He was absolutely unbelievable. He was one of the few highlights of the whole thing. Yes, I did watch a little bit. Sorry. But they kept referring to the black cellist. He's one of the best black cellists of all time. He's a black cellist. We love black cellists. Black cellists, black cellists. It's like, okay, he's also just a cellist. Like, I think seeing him there makes an important statement that we live in a world where we should be more racially integrated, and I think that's great. But, like, you don't need to, like, put a name tag on him that just says, like, black cellist. Like, I, I think you you can appreciate it without blatantly pointing it out like that. And that, that was something that kind of confused me. Let's get sweet. Okay, looks like we got a baked good up to the plate. And here's the deal. If you know me, you know that I love two things. Arby's roast beef sandwiches and making fun of Sprinkles cupcakes. Now, Sprinkles is something that I hold close to my heart. But close to my black, lifeless heart, if that makes sense. Sprinkles is very close to my residence. I'm not going to go into specifics, just out of security, you know, the times we live in now. But it, it's something that really bothers me. And right now I'm looking at my Sprinkles cupcake, and I got chocolate marshmallow, whatever, I don't care. And there's like a little, like, nipple, like, on the front of the cupcake. There's like a red circle and then like a white circle on top of that. 
And like, I hate it, you know? I mean, it's so cute, it's so cutesy. I mean, everything about the process I hate, you know? When I'm walking home, at every hour of the day, there is a line at that ATM. And if you don't know about the Sprinkles ATM, let me tell you. It's sort of like a cash ATM, but instead of getting cash and things that you need to survive, you get to pick what kind of Sprinkles cupcake you want. And there are so many flavors. There is chocolate and blueberry and chocolate raspberry blueberry. I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. People are taking pictures in front of it. People are just enjoying life. And, and it's just, it's so basic, you know? I mean, cupcakes are this new phenomenon where all they did was take a cake and put it in mobile miniature form. And now it's getting girls popular on Instagram and viral on Twitter. I mean, like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I was at the ATM to get this cupcake that is just looking me dead in the eye and just, like, kind of winking at me with this freaking nipple thing. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. But I was at the ATM, and some guy comes up to me and goes, like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, sir, if only you knew. Like, I can't go into why... Everything about this sucks, but like, I was just like, yeah, I like the chocolate marshmallow. Like, I didn't know like what to say. So like, you know, I stick my debit card in. I pick like the thirty-five flavors that they have to offer. I look into the rest to the restaurant to the store, and you know I'm not gonna go in. You know I'm gonna save that embarrassment. And they're like smiling at me. Like the one chef gives me like a wave. Like. Hope you have a cupcake day. Like, I, I it, it was really hard for me to do that. I was, like, looking around, trying to see if there were, like, security cameras to see if anyone, like, saw me doing it. And I, I, it was just really embarrassing for me. And, like, I'm looking at this cupcake, and this nipple thing is, like, a sugar cookie on top. And it's, like, I'm already going to get diabetes from the thing. So do you really need to put this on top of it to, to make it even worse? I, it's it's troubling for me. Now, that being said, it looks like a good cupcake. Uh, I'm going to give this a try here. I, like I said, I went for the chocolate marshmallow. Um, I'm a marshmallow man. I, I can't, you know, if that was a deal breaker for you listening to this podcast, that, that's tough. I am a marshmallow man. Um, and I'm a chocolate man. So I, I can't hate it in its physical entity, if that makes sense. But it's more I hate everything it stands for. Whether it's 10 a.m., or whether it's 2 a.m., the ATM is absolutely packed. You know, like, I'll be coming home from, like, a bar on a Friday night, and, you know, like a good marinara, I'm pretty sauced, and I walk home, and there's, like, 10 people at the cupcake line. It's raining, it's sleeting, there's probably, like, a murder around the corner. I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, it doesn't look like a good time, like an attractive time to buy a cupcake. But there they are buying the cupcake. So I'm, I'm going to give this a shot, and, and we'll see what we think. Like, it's good, but, like, it tastes like a millennial. Like, it tastes like prune juice. Like, it, it tastes like my little sister that I don't have. Oh, that's actually, yeah. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. It, it's, 
it's fine. It's a good cupcake. It's a good solid cupcake. But you know how much this was? This was four dollars and sixty cents. Do you know how many gumballs that is? Do you know how many freaking gumballs that is? That is so many. So my my review of this cupcake, yes, it's absolutely fine. But you know what? I got I got a good plan. Go home, see your mom and dad. They miss you. Go make some cupcakes, okay? That's the cupcake's fine, but you can make a better one, and, and that's what I'm saying. Now, the next thing I want to talk about kind of segues nicely, which is the dangers of social media, okay? First of all, I just want to say social media is great. Use it in moderation, you know? I mean, you know what? But stop listening to this podcast. You know, I know that's a little counterintuitive, not a good business plan, but you know what? Turn this podcast off. Go call your mother. Tell her you love her, okay? Because she may get run over tomorrow. Like, I'm not saying... She will. I'm not saying she might, but she kind of sort of might. Like, I I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, everything's going to be fine, guy. Like, that's not my role in this weird dynamic of you listening and me talking into a microphone. That's not how it's supposed to happen. But my point is, be careful with social media, okay? Because it can get you into a lot of trouble. And this brings me to a Washington story that just came out the other day. And first of all, you know that you know zero to one person from Washington. So you know this is going to get crazy, right? Because you're like, oh, yeah, they're from Washington. And, and then you're like, oh, D.C. And then you're like, no. And then you're like, oh. And you're like, wow. Okay, so in, the, in this situation, we have a 19-year-old named Kayla Irizarry. And Kayla Irizarry was driving with a Giovanni Powell, okay? Kayla's 19, Giovanni's 27. And neither of them are going to be doing my Italian heritage any favors. Let me just say that right off the bat. So what we had here is Giovanni was pulled over on a suspended license and was arrested because they found some goodies, you know, Uh, a pistol, uh, heroin, and a bunch of other goodies. There's no no other way to, to describe it. When you went to a birthday party in sixth grade, it'd be in the goodie bag. But now Kayla got away scot-free. And this is because there was no reason to arrest her. She was a prior felon, of course, that is classic, but there was no reason to arrest her. So she goes home scot-free. Now, this is the time where if you are Kayla, you are thinking to yourself, okay, well, this is a good time to count my lucky stars, say a quick prayer to God, maybe hit the 8 p.m. mass, and go home and go to sleep. Is that what Kayla does? No, it's not, and you know that because I wouldn't be talking about it right now. Instead, what she does is she goes home on Facebook and brags about not being caught. She's talking about how, you know, the cops didn't know that it was hers and and all this stuff was totally just as related to Kayla as it was Giovanni. And so he's, he's bragging, he's, she's bragging on Facebook about getting away with a crime. And sure enough, I, I think the department puts it best. Irizarry got on MLPD's Facebook page and was bragging about getting away, which we believe is the number one killer of criminal karma that there is. I, I hope that that either PR guy or social media guy that wrote that has like some stand-up background because I thought that was a really good, crisp way of saying that. But she went to jail because she bragged about her crime and got locked up. And I wish you could see this picture of her getting arrested because if you saw it, 
you would think, oh yeah, she bragged on Facebook about a crime that she committed and got thrown in jail. Like it, it's it's just picture perfect. But I just can't stress enough that you gotta be careful on social media, okay? Those naked pictures that you posted on your Twitter when you turned 18 because you were super excited because those were legal now, these are the kind of things that I I, I really suggest you, you reconsider. And if you are, I, I've said this for so many years, if you're gonna commit a crime, if you're gonna do something like rob a bank, there are so many better things to do than hop on social media and brag about being caught. Because here's the thing, is that Kayla wrote this on the department's Facebook. That's like, holy crap, that's like, come get me if you can. And like, you know, I'm sure they got plenty of schnerds working IP in the back that are going like, and like, bang, we got her. She's right there. She's on 6th Street. I don't know. I'm sure there's a 6th Street somewhere around her. Like, I think, I think it's so easy. So like, if you're going to commit a crime, which I'm not promoting, I'm, I'm saying if you are going to commit a crime, keep it off of Facebook. Let's get sweet. And now we have the final baked good of the day, which is a pumpkin muffin from Panera. Now, first of all, for all you ladies out there, yes, I know it's not the fall, okay? So I know I'm not in the right season for the pumpkin spice latte frappuccino mocha jack-o'-lantern season, I think it's called. I, I may have been wrong about a couple of those, but I understand that it's not that. But, you know, here's the bottom line is that when I was looking at things to try... You know, the thing about, like, Panera and Starbucks in these places is that, like, every single one of these pastries has, like, six days worth of calories. Um, you can't see these thighs, and I did that intentionally. That was kind of one of the reasons that this was the medium that I'm talking to you about this. But if you saw these thighs, you'd know that, you know, Daddy doesn't need a full 600-calorie muffin. Um... And so with that being said, the pumpkin happened to be one of the healthier things on the menu. Now, if you want to follow my fitness blog at Can't Stop, Won't Stop, 26, Skindalia Man, um, you can. And this one of the things I talk about is a couple muffins a week does a lot more uh, good than, than you would think. But anyway, so, so I did get this muffin. Um, it looks okay. Um, a lot of powdered sugar on the top, which I'm not crazy about. The thing is probably going to be sweet as heck already. Um, and I said heck, by the way, because I know your grandma's probably listening. I know she likes to keep it clean, so I, I'm, I'm probably going to do the same. But, you know, I, I, I saw this as a good opportunity to see if... It, does Panera really know what they're doing baking-wise? Because everyone loves a good everything bagel, you know? Everyone loves a good strawberry banana smoothie. I mean, like, hello... So, like, I, I mean, yeah, but, like, do do they do baked goods well? And that's, that's what we're about to find out. I don't know. Like, it's, it's fine, but, like, it tastes like I stuck my head in a pumpkin and then just had someone, like, pour sugar on my face. 
And then I was like bobbing for apples like in the pumpkin. So I was like, because there's like apple, there's like an apple vibe here. But it's so much pumpkin. You know what I mean? It's like literally like I'm making like so many jack-o'-lanterns and then I'm like, mom, can we go inside? I want to trick or treat. And she's like, no. Also, I'm leaving you. Which I, I think is like a very specific taste to get. But, you know, it's it's fine. I mean, it's a decent muffin. I mean, I, I will take a muffin over a cupcake strictly because of what it stands for. I think a muffin is a more solid, compact. It's less flashy, you know. It's not trying to impress. Um, it's going to try to load a week's worth of calories into one pastry. But, you know, you get that same problem with the cupcake, too. So I can't hate it for that. You know, I think it's solid. I think it's it's a decent muffin. Um, but I think it would taste better while I was trick-or-treating, which I still do from time to time. We have now reached the last segment of the show. And this last segment will change from week to week. It will be a specialty segment, and it will make you feel warm inside, I think, no matter what I do. Uh, at this point, I'd like to say hi, Mom, because I know she is the only one listening. Uh, I will not be home for dinner tonight. I apologize. No, no, Mom. I'm, I'm not going to be... No, I told you I'm doing my podcast. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Anyway, so this week's special segment is it's going to be a blast, where I tell you what you should be doing this weekend, and I also give you some events in the future that you should keep on your radar. Now, I'd like to apologize to my non-local listeners, uh, perhaps my East Coast listeners especially, as a lot of these events, if not all of these events, will be uh, Chicago local. Uh, however, I do have a strategy for that. One of the things that you can do is you can go to any airport and tell them you know Ryan Scandalia. One of two things are gonna happen, either one, they are going to believe you and take you at face value and assume that I'm some hotshot and give you free plane tickets. Or two, they're going to think you're insane and they're going to feel so bad for you that they give you free plane tickets. So I see that as being a, a really good win-win and I think you'll probably end up in Chicago either way. Um, so so I, I'm happy about that. So I do feel that you guys uh, are not going to get left out. Okay, so let's kick this off. The first thing that I want to talk about is the Italian Beef Fest, which will be hosted by Revolution Brewing. It's going to be at 3340 North Kedzie Avenue in Chicago on May 26th. That is the Saturday from 12 to 3. Now, the kicker is it is sold out. Um, and I know what you're thinking, like, oh my God, Ryan, like, yes, you're really handsome, but why did you talk to me about a sold out event? And that's fair, but I have a good plan here, guys. I think it's a way you're going to get in free. I think it's a way that you're going to really experience all the Italian beef has to, uh, has to offer without paying. The first thing that I want to say is that this is the inaugural Italian beef fest. Okay. What does that mean? Security is gonna be low, my friends. I'm talking loose, 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 loose. So here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna get a polo, okay? Doesn't matter what color, but if you look good in yellow, go yellow. I, I always I always think yellow is a good color for polos, and you know it's good in the sun. You don't want a black polo. It's probably gonna be probably gonna be warm. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna get a name tag, okay? And you're gonna put the name tag on your on your chest, 
And the name tag is just going to say the beef guy. That's all it's going to say. Just say the beef guy, okay? Now, for all you guys out there, if you could rock a mustache, I think it will make you look more legit. Ladies, I mean, you know, it's 2018, so if you want to rock a mustache too, I can't tell you not to. But what you're going to do is when anyone stops you going in to the inaugural Italian Beef Fest, you're just going to point to your name tag. Now, if they ask questions, you have a couple of options here. Either one, you could just pretend not to speak English. Um, and I think where that could create issues is that you may look less believable, not more believable, because if your name tag says the beef guy, you know, it seems like a very kind of Americanized slogan there. I think they're going to expect you to speak English. So it's, it's a risky play. Um, but I think it's good. Then the other option would just be to continually say, I'm the beef guy, I'm the beef guy, I'm the beef guy, I'm the beef guy. Because on some level, are they really going to, you know, bust your chops over this? I mean, if you're the beef guy, you're the beef guy. Um, so I think this is going to work. Um, I know I'm going to do it. I don't know. I should have probably should have said that. So you, so you can call me. I'll, I can release my cell phone information privately, but I am probably going to do that. So we can talk later about specific plans on that. But it should be good. should be very beefy. And uh, as my grandpa always said, God rest his soul, he said, uh, the best Italian beef is always free. Now get my vitamins because my back really hurts. I'm in serious, serious pain. Oh, man. Anyway, so, um, so that is going on this weekend. Now, to keep on your calendar. Let me get my papers in order here. To keep on your calendar, on June 3rd, we have the Frontier Kite Festival. It's hosted by the Naperville Park District and also Chicago Kite, which if you know me, you know I'm, I'm iffy on Chicago Kite. I think it's a little bit of a corrupt organization. I think too much of the money stays up top. But I, I, it's okay. It's going to be hosted uh, Sunday, June 3rd from 10 to 4, and it is going to be at 3380 Cedar Glade Road in Naperville, Illinois. Now, with the Frontier Kite Festival, I, I, I've been I've been for the last, you know, just I don't know, just like the last twelve years, N not crazy. But what I find is it's a lot of fun, but you can't let the hot shots hardball you. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun, and you know you you can enter the contest if you want, but. You know, it says right here, the 12th Annual Frontier Kite Fly Festival is an event for the entire family that will feature gigantic kites, professional demonstrations, and stunts. That's actually more worrisome than I think it is exciting, and I'll tell you why. They hot dog a lot, and they kind of will make you feel bad about your little kite because they're flying their big kites and doing all these stunts. I mean, I always feel like what I've been told is that it's not about the size of your kite. It's how you use your kite. And I think that's important, and I think, you know, if you want to go to the Kite Festival, I think it's going to be great. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, but there's a lot of intimidation. I mean, I remember I went one year, and some kid was like, oh, nice kite. Like, where'd you get that? Like, the garbage store? And I cried for, like, five minutes. It was one of the most embarrassing things in my life. I mean, keep in mind, I was pretty young. I was probably, like... 18 at the time, but I was really embarrassed. I was really embarrassed. And they're just, they're, the kite industry is an industry that is, is very harsh, very tough. So, so I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be great. I will not be there because I will actually be at a rival kite festival. I, I, at this point I'm now getting invited, which is great. I, my ticket gets comped, which is, which is really good. But 
Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I would just just you know have a have a strong backbone and you know be ready for be ready for some trouble. I would say, um, and there will not be Italian beef there. I was told to say that um, there will not be Italian beef there. So that that is the kite festival. And then finally, I mean, I know this isn't a long this isn't a long time, but the Italian Beef Festival sold out, so I figure this will too. Um, this is an event that sh- absolutely should be on your radar. It is on August eighteenth. Uh, it's in Chicago, and it is Aquacella. You heard that right, Aquacella. It is Chicago's aquarium show. It is hosted by Coralfish Twelve G which sounds like an awful screen name from the AIM days. Um, but Aquachella showcases the underwater world of freshwater and saltwater aquariums in Chicago on August 18th and 19th. Now, it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So that's a lot of time to just enjoy the wetness and enjoy the nature of, of, of these magical creatures. And, 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 you know, even better, the official lineup will have over 80 vendors and 10 artists, including paints, sculptures, and designs, which can all be found on their website, www.aquachella.com. I mean, a couple things right off the bat, way cheaper than Coachella, way cheaper than Coachella. Um, the outfits are much less cringeworthy on Coachella. I mean, I'm sorry, at, uh, at Aquachella, way less cringeworthy. Um, you know, people are wearing like a shirt and jeans, they're not wearing, like, a flower bed and no clothes. So, like, I think that is something that you will enjoy tremendously. Um, And then finally, I I think the only thing that you should know is if you only go to some place because of the Instagram likes, I I, I think that this may not be, you know, your event. I, I think that... Aquachella is is unique, and I think the name is good, um, but I don't think it's gonna you know get you in that three hundred four hundred Instagram like range, which you know I know that's where many shoot. So I think it's gonna be amazing. I think it's gonna be a splash and good time. They are sponsoring me, so I, I am I am paid to say that. But um, I do think it's gonna be great. Um, I don't know if you will get wet personally. Um, I can see if there's going to be like a slip and slide or anything like that. If you, uh, if you, if you want more information, like I said, uh, the uh, website is www.aquachella.com, and this is going to be at the White Eagle Convention Center, which sounds like some weird cult Boy Scout organization, and it's going to be at sixty-eight thirty-nine North Milwaukee um, in Niles, which is kind of counterintuitive because it says Chicago. And then it says Nile. So it's it's throwing you tricks. It's giving you a lot of wet fun. But I, I think that it's going to provide some, some good family enjoyment if you are looking for that type of thing. Well, I think that concludes the first episode of It's Going to Be a Good One. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you have a great day. And don't forget, no matter what, it's going to be a good one.